Welcome to Snazzy Stories. Put some pepper in thy step and lend an ear to the terrific tales of the past. Everybody. Welcome to Snazzy Stories. Today I have a personal story to share with you, one that has affected my life, has had a sincere influence and effect on my life. And we all have stories to tell. And that's why I think it's important to share our own stories with each other and so that we can help each other grow and learn new perspectives on life. And oftentimes that will help uh, all of us get through our own problems or our own struggles or just help enlighten us or just really inspire. And, and I hope that you enjoy this story today. When I was about six years old, a family moved into the house behind mine and I could never understand or imagine the impact that this particular day would have on my life, especially in recent months. Now among this family was an eight-year-old girl my sister and I saw her playing in her backyard, which was adjacent to ours, and we were so excited to have a new friend in the neighborhood. So we ran outside to greet her, and we learned that this young girl's name was Stephanie. Now, Stephanie and I became fast friends. We both were tomboys. We loved to play games like steal the flag, kick the can. We loved to be outside. We liked to collect rocks, ride bikes, rollerblade, and we loved jumping on the trampoline with our pretend horses and our wild stories of adventure that we would make up. Another commonality that we shared was that we were both LDS. However, my experience in a Mormon household was entirely different from Stephanie's. I would consider my parents strict Mormons, but Stephanie's parents were stricter even by stereotypical Mormon standards. Growing up as neighbors gave us the opportunity to attend church together, and this included all of the LDS programs, such as primary, Sunday school, and the young, and the young women's program, because we were girls, so we went to young women's. Even though we attended the same church in the same ward even, Stephanie's experience was, at church was quite different from my own. Now, here's a little snippet of my church-going experience. This is what I was like as a kid. <laughs> I was a very opinionated kid, and... I would let primary Sunday school and young women's teachers know what I thought about each lesson. If I didn't like a scripture story, I would tell them and I would tell them the reasons why. For example, from a young age, I was very vocal about the Bible story of Abraham. Every time we discussed Abraham in a lesson at any age, I would tell my teachers and classmates that it was not right for Abraham to have a child with anyone else but his wife. Many other topics and stories from the scriptures were also given critiques by me throughout my life. Another topic that I was quite strong-willed about was marriage. In the Young Women's Program, we continually had lessons about the importance and the responsibility of getting married. I voiced my opinions about receiving an education first before marriage. And at that time, my thoughts on the topic were not seen as the best way to live one's life by many LDS people. I suppose both my parents being college graduates, and being educators had something to do with my views. But marriage was just never a top priority to me. However, in the LDS church, it was definitely stressed as an important part of life. Now, my feelings about marriage may not have may have been looked down upon, but I did not seem to care about what others thought about me. I let my voice be heard almost on a weekly basis. Now, I did end up getting married, yes, when I was 26. Yes, I did receive my degree in history and secondary education before I was married. As one can imagine, my primary Sunday school and young women's teachers were not fond of a short redhead telling them what she did not agree with in every lesson. Although I was never a behavior problem, 
Let's get that straight. I was not a behavior problem. It was just that I tended to question and critique doctrines and stories. I have no doubt I was difficult to have in class. And it, if I was ever absent, I'm sure the cheers rang through the church building. <laughs> I seem to be quite an anomaly in my ward. And I don't remember Stephanie or any other girl in our ward being so outspoken about church. Or outspoken about a lot of things. But as we all do, we grow up. And as I grew up, I still maintained my outspoken nature. But in my adult years and my adult life, I tried to be a bit more tactful and diplomatic when I speak my mind in religious meetings. As Stephanie and I grew up, we moved on with our lives. But we did our best to keep in touch. And social media has helped with that, which is that is a positive side of social media. <laughs> in recent months, though, Stephanie enlightened me on our different church-going experiences. She came back to our hometown last October to visit. She had not been back in 10 years. She had not seen the Red Hills of Dixie in 10 years. Now, I had come back about four years ago to our hometown and have made a life for myself here. When she came to visit, she brought her boyfriend with her to show him all the places that have helped make her who she is today. Now, we were able to reconnect one of these evenings. She was in town, and Stephanie knocked on my door, and when I opened it, she bounded in and gave me one of the most amazing hugs that I have ever had in my life. She was sincerely happy to see me, and all of the good times that we had as kids came rushing back to both of us. We sat on my couch for a couple hours reminiscing about our childhood. And at one point in our conversation, it was particularly poignant and has not left my mind since our talk so many months ago. She turned to her boyfriend and then pointed to me and said, Now this girl, this girl will say what she thinks. I loved being in Young Women's with you. You would raise your hand and I would just sit back and watch the fireworks. I laughed and said, really? She continued, I wish I could have been able to say what I wanted to say. But I just didn't dare. Now she had felt that her parents would be mad and that she would get into trouble if she disagreed with anything taught in the church. And those comments had never left my side. I began thinking about what others may have thought about me and my opinionated ways. And then I had a revelation about myself and about my heavenly parents. I believe my heavenly parents gave me a gift of speaking out, no matter who I was talking to, whether it be Sunday school teachers, young women's leaders, bishoprics, or friends. I never felt as a child or as a teenager stifled by being in the church and not being able to say what I thought, even if it was critical of the LDS church. And I have never felt stifled as an adult. I was very sad for Stephanie for not being comfortable speaking her mind and questioning when she wanted to all those years ago. My friend has left the LDS church many years ago. And it may not have been because she felt she could not question our religion in a church building. But voicing my concerns and asking questions at a young age has helped me stay in a church building. Stephanie, though not realizing it, helped me to understand a gift that my heavenly parents had given me. The ability to speak my mind no matter what others think. I believe this is one reason why I am still LDS. If church was not a safe place for me to voice my concerns, I was completely oblivious. However, my heavenly parents did not want me to be concerned about what other people thought of me. I have known many people who have left my religion, some very close to me. I believe I was given this gift to help strengthen me and continue in my beliefs no matter what others think. Or tell me. The day I ran into my backyard to ask Stephanie to play has played an important role in my life. And 
continues to do so. Stephanie gave me an incredible gift that night on my couch. She gave me the ability to see a tremendous gift that my heavenly parents, my heavenly father, my heavenly mother had given me many years ago. I've always seen things that I don't like in the LDS church, but overall the positive, intense feelings trump those things. I have never felt like I have been duped or lied to, and it could be because I always spoke my mind. Some people never felt they could disagree as teenagers or as kids, and when they became an adult and finally felt like they, could, they had freedom to do so. But that has never been my experience. With the negativ- negativity surrounding me about my religion, my gift has enabled me to critique and question my religion my whole life which will always provide me with the ability to see the good and the bad of my religion. And in spite of the bad, I still choose to have faith in the good. Now, there's been a lot of negativity, again, as I said, about the LDS religion, about Mormons. And I feel bad for people who have left the LDS religion. They feel like they somehow that it's better for them to leave, and it might be. And if they can find happiness somewhere else, I think that's great. But I really feel bad for people who they felt like they couldn't speak out or they were somehow stifled in the church. I really feel bad for those people as I did for for my friend Stephanie and for anyone else because I was able to do that. I had the strength to do that, and I wish that other people would. Now, I'm not saying that we need to... um, somehow protest the LDS church. That's not, that's not what I'm saying. And that's not what people should do because it's not a business. It's not a government. If you don't like it, don't be a part of it. I understand that. Uh, but I do think it's very important to, to be able to voice concerns. And I really do feel like that is one reason why with, with so much going on about the LDS people that we tend to be in the spotlight a lot of times and oftentimes for negative things. One reason why I'm still in it not only obviously because of my beliefs in it, but because I was able to question, and I'm still able to question, but I'm also able to have faith in the good that comes from it. Thank you for listening to the Snazzy Stories today. Come back again for another story on another day.